0: Hello and welcome to the Codec Moments Codec Call. I'm Andy Brown and with me today are Codec Moments' very own Matt Holt. Hello. And the two people that started us on the Codec Moments journey, Tech Fixation's very own Dexter Jekyll. Hello. And Richard Hodges. Hello. So they've joined us today to do a very special Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes spoiler cast.
1: Yes, indeed we have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where are we going to start? We've all played it. Yeah. Yes. What do we think?
1: Ah, oh, that's kind of a loaded question absolutely.
2: <laughs> My initial thoughts was the 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 looks and the feel of of the game itself and how they got you working into the very first time moment that the moment that you gained control of snake up to that moment I'd spent probably an hour in the in the main menu and listening to you know some certain. Chico's tapes and uh, the, the backlog of, of basically the history of what it brought you to the moment where you're you are at at that point. Yeah, and uh, everything seemed to f- flow really nicely, but once you gain control of Snake, I just I, I probably spun in circles just staring at everything for probably a good ten minutes. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I did the same. I think I spent more time trying to mark up enemies in that first section. Absolutely,
1: this was my first instincts. I do wish I would have done what you did, Richard, and listened to all those back, backstories because I think it would have made the ending a little more meaningful or the whole thing a little more meaningful for me, you know, to know the backstory of, okay, well, this is uh, after right after the end of uh, Peace Walker. She's been lost. Right. And, uh, you know, she's been captured. And then, you know, you also hear how Chico... Got out and tried to you know catch her and find her absolutely and, like and they're like oh Chico's gone, okay well now I understand because in my mind I was just like, okay Chico and Paws have been captured for some reason and I have to go save them right yeah you know, it's kind well, of what see, I got from the beginning.
2: See what what was nice to me was I, I kind of provided myself with the backlog just listening to the tapes and uh, reading up on that uh, on the history, uh, but what was it kind of a uh, shell shocking to me was it was uh had i not done that they did they did a pretty good job of filling you in you know with uh, with cause filling you in as to why you're you're after chico but what was kind of shocking was that they they didn't really do very good job of filling me in as to why i was after pause and why i was so angry at pause it was so, the
1: exact opposite so, for me <laughs> yeah
2: see well, I, I was i was kind of blown i was almost sorry for people who didn't because I don't know if they, if they actually fully understood. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I
1: didn't listen to those cassettes, but it was the opposite for me because I didn't know why Chico was involved. Yeah. I understand why I gotta go get Pa. She knows all her secrets and all right. the stuff. She betrayed us. Right. You know, but, uh, Chico, I'm like, why the hell is Chico here? Right. Yeah. just the, the just the commentary
2: for cause as he's filling you in while you're you know in, in the middle of the mission itself. I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, well, I, I am I feel sorry for anybody who didn't do this because they're not they, they didn't do a too terribly a good job of, of explaining all of that. And I I don't know, it was I'm, I was just thankful that I you know went out of my way to you know kind of get that recap.
0: But that for me is a take home from Peace Walker because Peace Walker is a game you could play through and you could take so much from. But unless you actually dug beneath the surface and went into all the tapes and all the additional intel, you miss so much of the story. And it's the same, in my mind, as the codec conversations that were quite easily missable in all the other Metal Gear Solid games. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You could you could skip the codec conversations, um, but I, I don't know if you guys are the same as me. You, you would listen to them through in full, the first time. Yes. And so it was less difficult to miss the story. I, I took the same route as you, Dex. I didn't read. Um, the bump I didn't listen to the tapes. I just went straight into the game. Um, and you do get to that that end sequence, and you are thinking, well, I'm not entirely sure what's going on yep. here. It's added a dimension to it that it's making me want to go back find all the tapes, and then listen through everything to get the full backstory.
1: Have you gotten all the tapes yet? No,
3: I I am still very... I've only done the story mode once um, and each of the side missions once. And I've not even opened up the uh, the bonus content. You haven't done
1: Deja Vu yet?
3: Not yet, no. Um, I haven't had as much time as I would have liked (laughs)
2: <laughs> See, I, I'm in the same boat there.
3: I'm looking forward to it.
2: I've uh, I put through the uh, the story mission, the main mission, one or two times, one on uh, normal and then another on the harder harder difficulty. But I, I haven't done any of the side missions.
1: Hmm. No, I've done um, the main mission twice. I've done the deja vu three times because um, it's awesome. And uh, and then I've done the uh, one where you got have to get two guys out of there. Well, you have to kill two guys, but you can also get them out of there for a trophy. And then the one where you have to get the VIP uh, guy out of there, and he ends up being a surprise character. I don't want to ruin it for Richard, but it's pretty awesome.
3: Ah, (laughs) Right. I didn't know those two guys in the side mission that you have to assassinate, I didn't know you could take them out. Otherwise, I would have done.
1: Yeah, the whole time, (laughs) Kaz is like, I don't know why you're doing this, but I'll trust your judgment.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You see, I wiped out half the base <laughs> dealing with those two guys.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, this, this Has rip. anybody
0: jumped on a an anti-air gun and just let rip? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> blew up a
2: tank. I really, I took full advantage. Is anybody else uh uh killed the power to the facility? That, no. no, that was amazing. I, I, I stumbled across it and uh, I come up out of one of the uh, the air ducts, uh, basically one of the, the the rat tunnels. Basically, is what it what it amounts to, but. Uh, you come up out of there and I'm caged in with all of these transformers, uh, pa- uh, power panels surrounding me. And there's one with the, the, basically the front cover is off. The door is setting off to the side. Bunch of green lights and circuitry sitting there. I'm thinking there's gotta be a reason for this. And, and I'm just, and I'm, I accidentally kind of hide behind it because I'm, you know, I'm working up to try and assassinate one of these guys. And, um, cause prompts me to just to kill the power. And I'm like, you betcha. <laughs> and then you know, headquarters they, re- they, they radio in the closest uh closest trooper you better go check it out and it works out in my favor i did that probably four or five times and then i had half the map to myself it was it was
1: just flawless it works really nice it kills the whole admin building yeah uh, area cameras and everything it's really useful so anyway let's uh the, the story yeah uh, <laughs> the yeah yeah
0: yeah so going back to the tapes yeah Obviously, there's a lot more to be taken from them, a lot more depth from the story if you, you take the time to actually go through them. One of the things that we noticed was Chico, uh, it's a spoiler cast, so I'm going to give a spoiler, Yeah, yeah. Um, Chico has his heels bolted so he can't escape, mm-hmm. which is a really dark turn for the story, uh, Bruce. but as you go through the tapes, I get the impression there's a lot more dark undertones.
1: Yes, Uh someone on IGN who's like, really, you know, well, is this too far and all that stuff? And I couldn't understand why, and they kept saying, why were they being so overly sexual towards Paws and stuff like that? I was like, I don't understand where she's coming from, and a lot of that comes from the cassettes, if you find them. It gets really bad.
3: Really? Is this... Well, I say, is this the way it's leading to the Phantom Pain? Um, are we going to expect it a much darker and brutal tale than we've had in the other Metal Gear Solid because they've always been borderline fantasy. Great games to play, but not necessarily as dark as this one seems to have started out.
1: Yeah, I believe, I believe that's what he's working up for. Yeah. My hope is that the brutalization of pause and, you know, there's, there's rape is not going to be something that we have to really deal with a whole lot in Phantom Pain, but more is just our fuel. But I I don't know. I don't want to see a whole lot of sexualization in Phantom Pain by any means. I mean, with that uh, that one character who's like half naked all the time. Right. You know, I, I don't want to see anything like that happen to her on screen or anything. Because, I mean, all this happens on the cassette, so that's, you know, one thing to have to kind of hear it, but it's another thing to have to see it as well. But. I mean, right. I it's don't, supposed to be your driving force for why as far are as, so mad.
2: As far as any nudity or anything like that, or any sexual content, really, I don't think. I don't I don't think Hideo is uh is much into that. I think he kind of steers clear because he could have made Meryl a lot sexier. He could have been I mean, back in those days. He, he could have you know? I mean, He could have but he could have. I know he's got all he's got all those uh those posters, you know, scattered everywhere, but uh-huh. they could have been sexier. They could have been shown more. I mean, he had remember one of, Eva. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Big boss just drops
2: his cigar yeah, so he can yeah. look up her skirt.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying that
2: I think he could have went further if he wanted to, but he didn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I think that that's probably still the 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 line as far as the line he won't cross with this. I'm hoping, crossing fingers. Mm. I don't want to change my my the way I think about how how he's going to continue the, the series or anything, uh, like that like that. So uh, I don't know. I, I've
1: got my fingers crossed. I just hope it's dark in more ways than just rape.
0: Right. Do you think the darkness is part of Big Boss's character development? I mean, if if I look back to Metal Gear Solid Three, I can't imagine. The naked snake in that game would ever have to go toe to toe with Solid Snake.
1: Yeah, it, it, he's got to become a villain at some point, which means if he starts out a good guy and becomes a bad guy, he has to see a lot of bad things. Absolutely. To, to make him see the world in such a dark way that he wants to just, you know, attack it.
3: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right with with what you say. On there's got to be a reason why he becomes, how he becomes, why why he sees a need to to build the armies to, I don't know, cleanse the world or, or whatever his, his vision is. And well, it's got to be some pretty good. to turn stuff. everyone into
1: soldiers, make everything war. I never played Metal Gear 1 or 2, but that's what uh, they talked about in Metal Gear Solid 1. Liquid said that was his goal. So, gameplay love the gameplay yeah, uh, uh, yeah okay they, they introduce a couple uh
2: mechanics that that i we have never seen before the reflex mode was something that's different when you get spotted or you know alert mode kicks in you, you get about two seconds or three seconds to solve the situation before he has a chance to radio in i, I i've got mixed feelings about it and i went through in my very first playthrough i probably spent you can finish in about 30 to 45 minutes comfortably, I think. and I, I probably eight minutes, if yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah, if you really know what you're doing. <laughs> but I, I think I spent three hours just soaking it up, just trying to understand what my distances were on the, uh, different types of guns and checking out all of the uh, what was behind each of the red doors, the armories and, uh, and such uh taking out each of the anti-air uh air guns and all, just soaking it up uh, the reflex mode i i was scared that it was gonna ruin that that sh- that, that shocking oh my god i've been seen feeling mm-hmm. but I, I don't know in the harder difficulty i think i think it it still does a decent job of keeping my uh, keeping my nerves up yeah you know i thought it was gonna make it too soft
1: well yeah in harder difficulty they'll They'll spot you and they'll put you into reflex mode when they're way far away. Oh, they can yeah. see you so far away. Oh yeah. So I wish I could have played in hard the first time because it's I don't know normal felt a little too easy because uh, I like the challenge. I like being forced to sneak. I don't like it in most games, but in saw games, I want the challenge.
0: Yeah. European extreme all the way.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I like it. I I quite like the reflex mode.
0: I felt really added
3: to it. I know what you're saying, Rich, about um, when you get spotted and the the view shifts, it does put you on edge. Um, Absolutely. It, it does It does heighten it, and then you've just got to control your own nerves to deal with the situation. And right. Obviously, if it's more than one guard, yeah. you're not right. going to deal <laughs> with tough. it. You're, you're pretty much out of luck.
2: Well, see, I've had, I've had a situation. I got myself, during a reflex mode, I got myself out of several two guards uh, spotting me and as long as they spot you at at just slightly different moments, you have two reflex modes to deal with. And I I, I got myself out of a, a a situation where two of them saw me at the same time, and a third was standing there, but his back was facing me. I got myself out of that without being actually alerted. So uh, I was pretty proud of myself, but it took a lot of work to make that happen and get myself completely away from uh, uh, any danger. But it, it it was it was rewarding.
0: Reflex modes got me in trouble. Once or twice, there was one occasion where a guard had thought he'd seen something in the distance and made a radio call, went into reflex mode, took him out, forgot about the radio call, which then, because he didn't reply, went into alert.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. There's lots of stuff you have to really keep on keeping track. You know, Um you take out a camera, someone actually comes to look at it now, you know, that's a, that really threw me off guard. I was like, all right, a camera, I know how to do this shoot hey there's no reason that camera should be broken someone go check it out oh god (laughs) yeah that's right see and one one thing i noticed
2: was uh when i was playing my first round through was in normal mode about 35 meters is about your distance with your your uh, assault rifle you've got a suppressor on and a flashlight that's that's, uh, uh at the ready so you have the chance to take your headshot and just kill your assailant right there. That's no, not a big deal. And I like you say, my first round, I, I don't know why, but I, I did. I killed every single person, and I, I got a terrible score, but I, <laughs> I, I did. I Those reflex
1: <laughs> modes also kill your score, too.
2: Yeah. Every time you're in a reflex mode, it That's right.
1: your points. That's right.
2: Uh, in harder mode, my second round through, hard uh, difficulty – over my my assault rifle which you have to uh, go and get and obtain at that point yeah but my my assault rifle has got about a 35 meter range to it why i don't know he, he's freaking snake for god's sakes he should be able to shoot better than that but anyway <laughs> uh i was i was spotted at 50 meters away and i'm thinking i literally can't do anything because my trank gun can't shoot even near what my assault rifle can uh, you know what i mean it, it was it, it was it kept me on my t- it, it it gave me a whole different sense of what i needed to do and the distances i needed to keep at, you know what i mean and uh on when you're when you're ready to go and you know hold somebody up or something like i mean it is nerve-wracking every step closer you get i mean and he's i don't know hideo's done a good job with that
3: the white bar that appears and lets you know that they're they're searching for you or that that somebody's seen something unusual um I've I've found it really useful for staying out of guard's way but you no know, nine times out of 10 I'm focusing on that and I managed to miss the other guards that are around.
1: No, I didn't realize this but you have night vision goggles the entire time which also have a uh, heat vision. You just click them right on and see anyone. That
2: would be around I didn't you. Not, I totally You can see their head that. poking over
1: the box, oh, anything. Man. They're not just hiding in the grass, you know, and you just walk by it and there they are.
3: I was in the uh, in the helicopter side mission before I found those yeah when I when I was trying to swap weapons uh, to swap to the grenade launcher and I accidentally put it into night vision <laughs> it's like where has this come from
0: it's not a game that holds your hand is it i mean one of the first instructions is read the manual absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah. which is good i mean uh uh i miss the days where they didn't hold your hand where you're basically shuttled through the storyline and, and the and the missions and everything so that you can get to the end and they give you the medal and then the game's over. You know, that's what Call of Duty feels like these days and stuff like that. I don't want a game that's going to make it easy for me the whole way through. I want to earn it. Absolutely. And Metal Gear Solid is one of those games I always loved earning. So I'm glad that they're sticking with it. I got a question for you guys. Uh, what about the uh,
2: ability to drive the vehicles? That's fun. Do you, do you guys have you tried that out at all?
3: Yes, I get caught every time. There's that, there's the big, big truck in the admin area, which always seems to me the perfect thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Through the manual, uh, that does have a little bit of commentary. What cause he's telling you, hey, if you do get in a vehicle, just act yourself, be just be real calm, and they won't notice you.
3: I've tried that, it, it just doesn't work. Every, no, every no, time. it does not. You casually drive past. You think I'm gonna be okay, and then all of a sudden, alert, and you're, you're flooring it, trying to get out of there, and you run into a wall, and that's it.
2: <laughs> and I, I don't know. And I, I've tried, and I tried, and I tried. I, I got alerted so many times doing that. And I, uh, I was thinking maybe I'm taking a different route than they would normally take. Maybe this vehicle shouldn't be taking this route. Maybe so. I sat back and I watched this specific vehicle go from this door all the way around. But it happened to be a vehicle with no. No cab, it's just got it just opens the Jeep. open yeah one of those jeeps. So it was real obvious that I'm dressed looked totally different <laughs> than any of them. So I'm sure I don't know. It was, it, I I played with it quite a bit, but it, it, it like you say it makes it really easy and it's a it's a whole different element that you know you haven't really
1: had a whole lot of hands on with. before. Well, maybe that'll be part of Phantom Pain, is the ability to steal costumes. Ooh, and you know dress up yeah, and yeah, then drive the vehicle and look the part.
3: They say it's what 300 times bigger in map size. Is that right for Phantom Pain?
1: I'm getting so much enjoyment out of this little game, this little (laughs) tiny little nugget they've given you. I don't even know what I'd do with 300 times that.
0: Matt had the idea that one of the more frustrating things is extracting the prisoners one at a time.
3: I was wondering if you could actually steal a Jeep and then load them in the Jeep and drive them to a helicopter point.
1: Uh, as far as I know, you can only put one person in a vehicle.
3: I only one. I was I was just thinking if you could load them all up, it would make it so much easier. Cause I got fed up of running backwards and forwards along that coastline.
1: What I would do is I grab them, run them, set them down. You know, I get like three of them, and then I'd call the helicopter, and then I would yeah. throw three of them on, and then helicopter would go away, and I would bring a couple more back. I, I I thought it would help me on the app, but I didn't didn't really see any. I thought those people would appear in the app. I could use them as soldiers and stuff like that. I was I was. Airlifting soldiers out of there too. I was putting them to sleep and getting them out
3: of there. <laughs> well, I was just going to say to do with the app because um, I can't get the app to connect to my account and I can't get the game to connect to the servers. Um, and I've noticed a lot of people having that problem. I'm, I'm guessing it's not an issue for you guys.
2: No, no yeah, I, I don't have that problem at all. Yeah, um, it's it's worked nicely on our end anyway.
3: Uh, but since the since the game came out, there's lots of reports that, that we just cannot connect to leaderboards. Um, that just doesn't work from the, the physical game. And then the app itself, I think because it won't connect to leaderboards, it's then not connecting to that data to then update the app with all the info that you need. Um, we can still use the mother base, but that's it.
1: Well, It's really useful. Like if you have the tablet version, you bring up the iDroid and it's, you know... Uh, full running uh radar for you you know because it in the game you have to pull it up and see where everyone's around you and look away from what's going on to see you know your map but you know you can just have your ipad there or, or whatever and it just kind of keeps track of it for you and you just kind of glance down and look back up
3: see that sounds quite nice that sounds like a good a good implementation of the uh, of the second screen stuff
1: yeah but i mean it still makes you look away from the game so it's it's not um, it's not the perfect solution. Which obviously they're trying to make it more difficult by not having the radar right there. Right. But it's it's I still would, a little easier.
2: My fear it was that they, that with this implementation, there there was going to be almost too cumbersome, almost too much to grab a hold of, and and they would just just simply have people just not use the app itself. But I so far I would seen that it, it's helped me quite a bit. But yeah. I it's um it's a sneaking mission so. As long as you're not in an alert mode, you have plenty of time to look away.
1: And uh, as in the full game, when Phantom Pain comes out, uh, it'll be great for listening to cassettes and stuff like that, you know, wherever you're at work or something to kind of catch the details you may have missed. So I like that. Like with yeah. Assassin's Creed, I was able to read some of the documents that I didn't want to waste my time on while I was playing the game, but I could, you know, wanted to know the information later anyway. So, uh, what did everybody think about the ending? The ending, uh, I did not
2: see that pause was a setup. You know, with it, her being rigged with two bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, so, I know it—it uh, it was a twist that I never expected. And uh, going from the 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 cut scene in the helicopter leaving leaving the extraction point to the point where. Pause jumps. Oh well, this is a spoiler cast. I kind of tripped up there, but um, yeah, what uh, was Pause jumps? You know, which gives me a little bit more respect for her. You know, because going into this thing, I'm thinking, and I've listened to Chico's cassettes and I've the you know, backlog and everything Snake and and uh, Cause had to say about what what Pause really did to us. And I and I mean, I I had I felt myself hating Pause. Yeah. And I and I went into the mission with. The second I get my hands on her, I'm just gonna assassinate her right there. Yeah, you know, and then I extract her out of there. Why I don't know. So because... you can find
1: out what she's told.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That that is right. So you you get a, you get her out of there, and then she jumped. You know, and I was thinking, well, okay, she 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 did that, risked her own life to save mine, and you know, she goes and whoever else is on the the pilot and whatever. cause, you can call,
1: yeah, cause is there too, yeah. I'm uh, the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no time for anesthetics.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that little medic or whoever. It I have was. enough time to turn around and tell you there's no time for anesthetics. I'm gonna go back to what I was doing. Yeah, that's exactly right.
3: So, so where do you think Skullface fits in it all then? Because he's he's the one that's found Paz, tortured Paz for the location of Zero. So zero sent snake in and then Skullface destroys the MSF mother base. So how's he gonna fit into Phantom Pain then?
1: I think he's the he's the um I mean Hideo Kojima said that the theme for Phantom Pain is revenge. And I think he's the he's the main bad guy, the the revenge that Big Boss is seeking. Not just for himself. Um because, you know, he, he ends up being in the coma for so long and all of his men being destroyed and his home being destroyed and paws being destroyed. Right. Know, so. Well, see,
2: well, the revenge is everything that I've worked for, every ounce of, of Snake's efforts, it's is just been squashed. You know, it, it's literally blown up in, in front of his eyes. And now he's he's pissed. Yeah. You know, he, he's coming back. And he's, he's got some vengeance on somebody. And, you know, and, and he does... And. I, I don't know that he totally understands exactly the full situation because it's so hectic, and you know. But yeah, uh, you know, he's not in tears. But I, I'm pretty sure I might have been in tears at that point.
1: Well, he's got to figure it out once he wakes up in eight years. <laughs> yeah, <You know>? absolutely. <laughs> Mother
0: Motherbase is gone. Are we going to see any elements of that coming back in the Phantom Pain?
1: Like where we build a new uh, motherbase?
0: Are we going to build Outer Heaven?
1: I I believe so. I hope so. Okay, we're playing uh, Peace Walker. You're building your base, you know, you're fultoning people out of there, and I always thought it sucked that I couldn't, like, actually go there and see. Absolutely. And, then, you know, and in Ground Zeroes, you go there and you see it blow up. Um, but um, I-, I was hoping that we would be building our base, taking soldiers, putting them on the helicopter, and then, you know, go say hey to them after they've see, spent their time in the, in the cells and they've in now the, come to my brain. side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, seeing the physical changes as you're progressing through your story. Yeah. Yeah, that and, would that would be nice. And be able to manage all that, the growth of Outer Heaven from your iPhone app in the bathroom, uh or you're <laughs> just trying to waste some time at work, you're upgrading your facilities, making a little money, getting some better weapons, developing some uh some new vehicles and stuff like that, and then you get home and it's there and it's ready for you. you know Absolutely.
2: Know I mean? Spend some time in R and D assisting yeah. Uh, Otacon or whoever. Uh What's
1: his dad's name? Huey. 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 Oh, yeah. Huey.
0: Do you think he made it off Mother Base? I'm,
1: I'm certain he had to have. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he did. I'm certain it, he, he had to have. Right. <laughs> he, he's in one of the trailers. He's he's not in a he's not in a handicapped seat anymore. He's he's in like a little Metal Gear legs thing.
0: Otacon's not born until, like, 1980, isn't he? There we go. Yeah, they there did show go. that in the timeline at <laughs> That's the end. right. Oh, yeah, babies, that's how they work. Yep.
1: <laughs> wonder who the mom's going to end up being. You know, he had a thing for strange love. Sniper Wolf. <laughs> that's yeah. That, that
2: would be crazy. He's
3: so already slept with one mom. Maybe will make it another. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay, you and I almost talked about this earlier. What did you think of uh, Kiefer Sutherland? Oh God! Was <laughs> oh, he in it? Kiefer Sutherland. Oh
2: man. Okay. He he's he's uh, in my book. He's kind of an iconic actor. He's got a very very unique way of acting and his voice and uh, you know. There's certain things that I know him for, no, no different than like uh, Ashton Kutcher or any Kutcher. <laughs> anything like uh, it's
3: certain. <laughs> That's a hell of a comparison there. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I mean, it,
2: and I don't want to put him in the same boat. They're they're good for their own their own uh, in their own respects, but he, he's well known for certain things, and I am not convinced he's got what it takes to make me convinced that he ha- is the voice of Big Boss. Yeah, it, it just it I don't know. I'm not convinced yet.
1: One thing that was disappointing to me, I read an interview of, you know, what his experience was like being big bossy, or, you know, how did he make the character and stuff like that. And he was like, well, I kind of approached uh, Snake as like a darker Jack Bauer. (laughs) You're not making this character. He already exists. He's Snake. Just be Snake.
2: (laughs) You know? (laughs) I don't know if they were trying to go like a natural gritty voice. You know what I mean? To where all he, all all Keith, Keith Sutherland has to do is just talk, and it sounds gritty. It sounds like there's, it's just full of pain. And sounds I think like that's where wasps. they're going as far as the character, but as far as the voice, I, I don't. It almost makes me believe that Keith Sutherland has no idea. He just showed up to work on Monday, not, not, not having a clue. <laughs> he say, okay, read these lines. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying, who I am, what my character's supposed to be. It's like he doesn't have any backstory or backlog of what pain, snake, and big, no, what, yeah. what they've actually been through.
1: I don't think he did that research.
2: No, I don't it just, there's no emotion there. It just, he, he says it, and then I'm looking at Big Boss. But he says it, and I'm like, even, well, well, cool, but I, I do There's, there's no ties. It doesn't even, yeah.
1: you know, it's, even feel like it's coming out of his mouth. Yeah,
2: it's like there's, you know, Keeper Sutherland sitting next to Cause back at, you know, Mother Base or something, and yeah. I'm staring at Big Boss. It's like there's three people. <laughs> it, it's not,
1: uh. it's irritating. The um, one thing that irritated me the most was playing Deja Vu. There's a lot of. Um, cause he he keeps doing all this weird stuff of like saying all these things from Melgy Solid one and Metal Gear Solid two oh, and stuff nice. like that. Awesome. And wherever it's Snake's turn to talk, it's not David Hayter. The the guy who does cause he, he does a really good job of you know getting it right for all the other voices. And you're like, wow, okay, that's really close. Okay, he yeah. said the inflections are just right and all that stuff. It's perfect. And then it gets the snakes part and it's like just kind of falls limp. But that mission it was amazing.
3: I'm I'm with you with you on it. It just does not seem like Snake. I get the reasons on why they've changed the voice. I understand what they're trying to get to, and and the what they've said they want from the actor. They wanted the the physical actor as well as the voice actor.
0: I don't buy that. I don't. It
3: just well they said the same thing about Sam Fisher as well, didn't they? Um and it just it, it does not feel right. It just does. It, I completely agree with you. Without David Hayter, it doesn't feel like Snake.
1: My hope is that I I know that, you know, wherever there's a change in voice actor, I always hated it first and given enough time I can get used to it. But the problem is ground zeros is too short for me to have gotten used to it. Absolutely. I'm hoping with Phantom Pain it'll be long enough, but by the end I can not have accepted it and still be blown away by the ending and be emotionally invested, you know, instead of just detached and you know, cursing it. Keith sutherland under my voice.
0: I think as well putting something as emotive as Deja Vu and with um, the change in the voice. Yeah,
1: it, I thought that was
2: so it dumb. just doesn't sit right. What I'm trying to understand, I, I've wa- like you say, I, I've watched a lot of Keith sutherland's work, and there's several movies that I just love what he's done, and lo- you know he, he plays a very good character for what he did then. Since playing through these missions, I've went back and watched those movies again, trying to visualize Snake standing there. <laughs> Not even close. Like, I'm trying to understand, you know, if it's the physical actor as much as it is the voice actor, no way. Not even, I I cannot, it's not, it's so far off base. it's not even funny. My last glimmer of hope for Kiefer Sutherland as the voice actor is that Hideo puts as much thought into that as, he did put as much thought into that as he did the rest of it. And I'm really hoping that he's got a damn good reason and he's got a lot of Something for Kiefer Sutherland, and it, it turns my opinion around, and it really tries—you know—ends up in the end proving himself.
0: More's the point, rather than there being something for Kiefer Sutherland, do you think there's something for Hater in the Phantom Pain? Do you think there's a reason that he's been split other than this—the you know—the the mocap?
1: There was a theory that uh, you just remember the first trailer for Phantom Pain, Kiefer Sutherland was the voice of the other guy; he wasn't the voice of, yeah. of Snake. Uh, there was a theory going around that you actually end up playing Grey Fox. Maybe somehow we're going to run into Snake. I think we're going to run into Liquid. Uh, one of the characters they've shown is like a nine year old kid, kind of like a badass little kid, and he looks kind of like a young Liquid. And we all know Liquid. We all know. Um, uh, Liquid had, uh, spent time in the Middle East. Uh, a lot of his training was in the Middle East. So he could have run into a Big Boss there.
3: No, it does. it's an interesting point though, in, in what characters are we going to see later on as well, because I, I was half hoping, or half expecting from Ground Zeroes that we would get a cameo or two. It doesn't feel like the end of a Metal Gear game without hearing Ocelot stabbing several people in the back at once.
1: Well, yeah. Well, we Absolutely. can see that. Ocelot's going to be there for sure. I think he's, he's voiced by um Troy Baker this time around. Troy Baker. You know, uh, Bioshock Infinite, Last of Us, uh, Infamous Second Son, everything that's really cool right
3: now. (laughs) He's (laughs) taking over from Nolan North.
1: Yeah, well he's at least got range.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's a totally different podcast, we'll have another day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good. The coming back,
3: we've seen snippets of some of the bad guys. Well, it's like any other Metal Gear game, isn't it? He he will tease us for three or four years with cutscenes and images and potential gameplay. And then when you actually get down and spend time with it, it's not what you expect.
0: You'll be playing as Raiden, and he'll be voiced by Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: please say no. God, I hope that's not going to happen. That would be funny, you know, now that you said that. But I I probably would hate him.
0: (laughs) Um, it's been a pleasure talking with you today.
2: It's a throwback for us as well. We yeah. enjoy it as much as you have, if not more.
0: Well, thanks very much to the Tech Fixation boys, Dexter and Richard, for joining us today and talking about the Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero spoiler cast. Uh, don't forget, for more information, check www.codecmoments.com or look us up on Twitter at Codec Moments or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Codec Moments. Anyone else?
3: No, I was hoping for... Uh, uh stay salty from
1: dex Ooh. oh yeah yeah i was just all right well um you say your turn uh i hodgepodge 42 uh
2: <laughs> do you remember <laughs> what your tagline was no i don't know really have... <laughs> uh, uh, well, you did well, um, uh, what was it
1: you were your friends in this <laughs> digital world oh yeah. oh yeah and
2: always remember we are your friends
1: in this digital world there you go uh and i'm uh dexter atler british and uh stay salty, my friends.
3: <laughs>
0: Brilliant.
3: <laughs> oh god, we budgeted there. And just
0: like that they're back. <laughs> <laughs>